morning. This is Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, and I am Nikki Lanigan. And on today's episode, we have Casey Crawford Kellum. She is a middle school guidance counselor, yoga instructor, author, and a fellow podcaster. And I also did my yoga teacher training with her. Hi, Casey. Welcome. Oh, hello, Nikki. Thanks so much for having me on your podcast. This is wonderful. Thanks for coming on. How are you doing? Oh, I'm fabulous. Living the dream every day. Living the dream. Nice. I know it's a rainy day today, but well, it's watering the plants, I guess. <laughs> and it forces us to be inside and be productive, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Sure. I am presently a school counselor with uh, Parma City Schools and also on the side, just to keep myself occupied. I guess I'm doing this uh, podcasting now and a yoga instructor. And I've uh, written some books. So I try to go and do motivational talks for some of my books. Just, I guess, uh, always trying to help others get through their lives. You know, my, my journey is to help you through your journey. So that's about yeah. who I am. <laughs> you always... Um... In yoga teacher training, your mantras on got to keep dancing has stuck with me. So when was this, like four years ago? Yeah, so, four years ago, right? Yeah. You are always positive, and I love watching or following you on Facebook. You're a very, very positive person. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We have choices when we go through our lives, you know? We can be positive or... And have, you know, a growth mindset or we can be negative and be victims and that ladder just doesn't serve me and I, I can't and won't go there. Mm, yeah. I'm very, very grateful for all that I have in my life. Yeah. Well, going into talking a little bit about COVID and, you know, the stress and anxiety that it has placed upon so many of us. Do you have any, any techniques or anything to help people through this period of time? Or even like the holidays are coming up and so many people get depressed around the holidays and stressed. Absolutely. Uh, you know, this, it's, it's truly what we choose to make out of all of this. And this has been quite the hot mess where, you know, interviewing during COVID and, um, you know, a lot more people who were uh, susceptible to becoming really depressed became really depressed and anxious. And those that you know, never even experienced depression or anxiety found themselves uh, feeling and thinking in ways that they had never felt and thought. And uh, I have, that's really where I came up with uh, my second podcast, uh, Your Morning Nudge because I wanted to be able to reach other people and give them those tools each morning to get up and get out of bed. So right. I offer a breath and I offer a nudge or a reminder to help you through the day. Uh, you know, for example, I give them uh, like the candle breath and, and the candle breath is a real nice, calming, peaceful breath. And it's very simply, you know, filling up our bellies with our breath by breathing inside through our nose. And on the exhale, very gently 
breathing out as if they're blowing out a candle. And for younger kids, I have them hold their hands together with their pointer finger, fingers uh, pointing up and just gently blowing that out. And so that exhale helps us to relax. So any of the uh, various breaths that I share, and there's a whole month's worth that we do, and then I recycle those breaths every month. So if you missed it one time or want to do it again, you'll get it the next month. Um, anytime we uh, focus on the actual exhale of it, it helps you to relax, calm down, focus. When we concentrate on the inhale, we help us to get a little more energy. So I vary the breaths each day to help us to calm down and then to help energize. Like today was a conductor breath and you know it's Monday and our arms are up, we're standing up, we're inhaling arms up and then on the exhale we're sweeping down, bending over and letting out all of the air. Um, so that allowed us to get some energy. And then uh, you know like today's podcast um, mantra or nudge was mm -hmm. that um, I, I'll thrive today. I mean, okay, you know, I'm going to grow today. I'm going to emerge myself. I'm going to make today a great day. You know, it's a rainy Monday, but we can still do this. We can still, you know, grow and extend ourselves and excel. And we just remind ourselves this. And so my, my little yogis this morning were like, yeah, you know what? I've got to fix this class. And fix my grades here and fix my relationship with this. And I'm going to be the best version of me that I can be. So yeah. I offer, I offer this podcast to, you know, anybody, obviously, but I also reuse it, um, the, the tools in my morning yoga class with my students as well. So, you know, if you want to listen to your morning nudge in the morning to get yourself going, you'll get a breath and a nudge, which is just what we need to think about to get ourselves through the day mm -hmm. so you know um one thing we can do with the listeners right now is you know if anybody's listening just take a deep breath and watch your body now are your shoulders lifting up are you only breathing mine were <laughs> yeah yeah we want to <laughs> concentrate our inhale to go all the way through our diaphragm so a lot of anxious people tend to be taking very short breaths and they are only breathing into their shoulders. And a, a good, um, the first thing I do with my little breathers is I have them breathe for a minute and count how many breaths they've taken. So you can do that now or you can do that on your own, whatever works um, for this platform. We could do it now. Got a I didn't do I've been trying to do your um your morning nudge every morning and I didn't do it this morning so I do feel well, off honestly I do <laughs> I'll give you your morning nudge and we're gonna just start by you're gonna count your breaths so wherever you are you're gonna count your breaths your breath is an inhale and an exhale just your normal breath don't make it go too okay. fast too slow just take your regular breath I'll take care of the time so we're gonna do this for a minute but all you're going to do is just breathe, starting now.
Okay. So we waited a minute. Now I want you to, the listeners, you to think about how many breaths you took. I know I took seven. How many did you take? I took 10. And and that's good. That's actually good. And I don't know if you remember when we did this in our class, um, everybody went around and people were in the 20s and 30s and they, (laughs) the instructor got to me and I had seven and people kind of looked at me like I was dead. Yeah. I was like, oh boy. And I didn't know what the answer was. I just knew I was a lot different than everybody else. I think Evan and I both were pretty low breathers. And it turned out that, you know, eight was kind of a magical number. And through my research, I've seen anything from, you know, maybe eight to 12 and maybe a little bit higher for kids. But boy, when I go into the class, um, when I go into the classrooms, I have the most, the most anxious kids that I know of end up saying that they have 30 or more, 20 or more. And, you know, I can tell. Yeah. And they get excited. I'm like, Hey, raise your hand. If you had more than 30, they're like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I could have told you that. Yeah. And then you know, I go, okay, how many 20 to 29? So we go through this and, and, and I always ask the teachers, please take a look at this because these are our anxious kids. But what's happening and, and adults, of course, what's happening is we're not getting that full breath. We're not getting that full oxygen. And, you know, when you breathe fast, you, you almost get to a hyper ventilating state. And so you get dizzy. You don't feel well and your stomach doesn't feel right. And lo and behold, Lo and behold, um, we end up having a lot of stomach aches. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so we have stomach problems and stomach aches. And so many kids and adults that have had a history of anxiety uh, end up having conditions like IBS, and Crohn's and such. Not saying that those are not a doctor, but there is a correlation that they have not quite been able to put their finger on between people with anxiety and high stress and depression and stomach aches. Mm -hmm. Well, if we come to our breath and really work on this breath and slow down our breath and take in all that oxygen, we're putting less strain on our organs and we're relaxed throughout our bodies. And you find that your overall health has changed. So just an interesting technique. And if people could just come to their breath and, boy, you think about conflicts that could have been avoided if we just came to our breath. And you know, overreacting to something, right? I do that with my kids now. Like when they're when we're fighting or arguing or whatever, I try to step back and count to ten and just breathe, and it helps. You know, it lowers. I calm down so I can help them, and I'm not just yelling back at them. So exactly, yeah, exactly. It's such a it's such an easy tool, and I tell the kids it's it's free. Right. You always have this. You always have this tool. And yet so many of us have obviously been breathing all of our and not breathing the right way. And, it, you know, it's interesting. You can tell the people. You can tell the, the people that have been not really fully breathing. Um, and when you ask somebody to take a breath, you see their shoulders go up and they're just filling up that, that shoulder area instead of their whole belly. So, boy, if we could reteach and start with the little kids and teach them how to breathe so that they're not, you know, living with anxiety and belly issues. What a difference this would make to all our kids in the schools. I know. I'm sure. So that, that I use, and, you know, I've always just um, 
just done nice little reminders. You know, it's got me, I've been through, like anybody, a lot of adversity uh, throughout my late husband's illness. And even back when I was younger, through my mother's um, illness, uh, I just was able to just remind myself positive things. I was just able to say, you know what, this too shall pass. This too yeah. shall pass. And, you know, throughout my husband's a terminal illness, I was just, believe was our mantra. Mm-hmm. Don't stop believing. And that song, oh my goodness, that song will haunt me the rest of my life in a positive way. But don't stop believing is what got my husband through, you know, his illness. Unfortunately, he had passed. But through that illness and, you know, now five years, I still hear that song. I still remind myself, don't stop believing. Yeah. And just, you know, another thing that I always try to share with people is trust your journey. Right now might stink. Right now, especially now through COVID, people Mm -hmm. have lost their jobs, have lost contact with family and friends, have um, experienced changes in their schooling. But because of these changes, because of what's going on, something different and perhaps good and positive is going to come out of this. And everything that I've gone through from my mother's illness, living with my own uh, degenerative disease of multiple sclerosis and, and my husband's stuff, and just all sorts of little stuff that you know we experience. I've just always believed that this is gonna get me to somewhere else. And honestly, after my husband's death, I wrote those books. I wrote seven, well, I wrote two books after his death. And that has helped me to be a better motivational speaker. I used the one children's book, Bella Eve, the Bounce Back Dog, mm-hmm. to go to schools and help others. So because of my husband's illness and death, I'm able to help others through their illnesses and, you know, their tough times. Yeah. So I'm, you know, you're just trying to find good all the time through what we go through in life. Like, what's going on? in your life that stinks, well, think back to things that have gone on in the past and stunk. And didn't something good come out of it? Didn't you yeah. meet somebody new? Like, yeah. you know, my example is I would never have met my husband had doors not been shut on me in my profession. And when I was in Brooklyn City Schools, they went through state receivership. And because of that, I was either going to go back in the classroom or have to go find another job as a school counselor. And so I did. I found another job after that door shut. And because of that job, through a you know, winded way, I met my husband. So thank God that door shut. Yeah. So I try to teach people to look back at all the doors that shut in your life and where they got you. Maybe you met your spouse through a door shutting. Or maybe you ended up with this amazing other opportunity that gained you your best friends ever. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many different good things that may have come out of these these various doors shutting. So, um, you know, just a, a third tool, you know, we have the breath, we have our reminder. And then the, the third tool I try to work with people on is just to trust the journey. Trust what's going on. Trust right the now. journey. Yeah. Trust the journey and understand that it's going to get you somewhere else. And it's, it's not going to be the same. Like, you know, my husband's gone. He's not coming back. But I have to trust the journey and know that something good is going to come from this. And 
it may never be another man. You know, I don't know if anybody can equate to my husband and what we have, and I don't really need that, but other doors right. have opened. I would never have gone into yoga. I would never have needed yoga in, in my mind, <laughs> you know? And, yeah. <laughs> although I think everybody could benefit from yoga. But, you know, <laughs> I, I picked up yoga because he was sick. Mm-hmm. But he actually messaged me and said, you need to do yoga. I was like, mm-hmm, okay. So I would never have met you had it not yeah. for his illness. So it's kind of like, think back to what's going, going on in your life, what has gone on in your life. And what good has come out of it? And once you realize that, then you kind of relax right now and say, okay, I'm going to trust this journey. I'm going to trust this rocky road that I'm going through right now because something good may come from it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and and I, I, my first five books were resiliency tools for kids the believe, love, laugh, relax, and dream. So the believe is that that reminder, this too shall pass. And the relax is kind of that, um, that breathing we come to. And the dream is, you know, hey, trust the journey. I'm going to make it somewhere in life. I'm going to do something special. Right now stinks, but hey, it's going to be okay. And then the other two are love and laugh. Well, love is just that one person you have in your life that's, that's your go-to person. It's the person that, you know, you can tell anybody, tell them anything. And you know that you, you just have that one support, that one person that understands you. You don't need a big tribe. You just need one person. Yeah. That's that love connection. And then the laugh, which was really big for me, I need to be laughing. I need a sense of humor and I need um, funny, you know, and even during my husband's illness, we watched South Park. I mean, that was our go-to. Yeah. <laughs> we laughed. We laughed. And I still find humor in, in what I do. And, um, of course, I think I'm really super funny anyways. But I, You are. Um, you are. <laughs> so those five pieces are what help us to get through trying times like what we're going through right now with COVID and our finances and our loneliness. It's believe we're going to get through it. Have that one contact person, that one person you can go to and call and rely on and pry to, but still have that sense of humor. You don't have to watch really sad TV. We're kind of stuck in the house. Yeah. Find something funny and find ways to relax. Some like yoga, just come to your breath. If you can just do that, just start your mornings just with a long, deep breath few of them before you get out of bed and then don't stop following those dreams yes it's things yeah. but we've got our dreams don't ever let go of those dreams exactly yeah so those are the tools i usually give out to my students and you know anybody who asks and in my presentations and i just hope that i can you know others can use them as well i know i enjoy them in the morning <laughs> I also, I, we, I bought, um, your one book after my father-in-law passed away for my daughters. So it helped my youngest a lot. I remember cause it was the first, it was both of their, the first, um, death that they've ever experienced. Oh, 
Sure. So, yeah, that was the yeah. bounce back dog. Mm-hmm. It's her journey, and it shows Bella um, utilizing the believe, love, laugh, relax, and dream tools to get through her loss. You know, she had been through trauma just coming, just being born and having to be rescued and adopted. And here she gets adopted by us and as Craig's um, therapy dog. And, yeah, you know the poor guy only lives a little over a year. So she's like, "Thanks for adopting me." It's <laughs> gone. My best friend's gone now. What the heck? So, but she's she's resilient. She's been able to get through it, and you know we had to move and change neighborhoods, change houses, change you know a lot in our lives together. And you know she's shown kids throughout the area. That you can still be resilient. You can still. Oh, I think she hears me talking. She knows about we're her. talking about her. <laughs> so, uh, life, you know, there are no promises in life. We will all be faced with challenges, and it may appear that some are faced with more challenges than others. Um, but you know, it's not about the quantity or the quality of our challenges we've been given. It's about our attitudes. And what we choose to do with those obstacles. And, you know, so many people are resilient and turn that, those obstacles into opportunities. And that's kind of how I've always lived. You know, everything yeah. that happened to me, I've turned it around and made an opportunity to help others going through those kind of um, issues and times. So. Yeah. It's a mindset. Aww. It's a mindset shift. Exactly. Yeah, we can all be victims here, or we can all, you know, make opportunities out of it. And, and quite honestly, I went into the podcasting because of obstacles. Everything I've gone into, every everything I've done, is literally linked up. And I just realized this a few months ago. Honestly, I kind of reflected back. They're all linked up to obstacles, and I never mm-hmm. really looked at it that way because it's just not how I look at things. But when I reflected back, I was like, wow. You know, I, I became a school counselor. My mother had a brain injury and became mentally ill from it. She had an aneurysm that she survived. So she was very sick for eight years. She was suicidal for eight years. And, you know, here I was studying to be a, a school counselor out of this. Like, okay, I'm going to go and help others. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, through her committing suicide, I was able to help so many other teens who were suicidal and, um, you know, families going through this and what they were living with, I could understand and have empathy with them. So each time, and just the first five books that I wrote were all coming out of uh, having lost her. So the resiliency skills, what I had to get through her illness, I shared with others. And Craig's death led to the next two books that I wrote. Uh, The yoga came from him being sick. And the podcasting came because I moved to this new development with an HOA yeah. and a mean neighbor. You know, so the, <laughs> yeah. mean neighbors came after me about my yoga. It's still going on. I'm up to 45. Oh, still? And fine. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. you know, it, it is what it is. But, um, you know, here I bought this home and literally had this brick and mortar basement turned into this beautiful um yoga studio and lounge area and office and all sorts of areas in it well now it's you know a podcast area 
Yeah. It's like, okay, if I can't do yoga with people, then what can I do? Um, yeah. Well, I'll do podcasting. There's another. So the purpose, the purpose is to stay the same. And for anybody that's going through changes in their careers, especially because of COVID, you know, maybe your purpose is staying the same, but you, you change the platform. You know, I was a special ed teacher. I wanted to help. Um, maybe so from being a uh, teacher to a counselor um, to to a um, yoga instructor, all of those came from. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm oh, sorry. My one headphone just died. Oh. I just charged the other one. Sorry about that. I've been charging this morning. So, okay. Sorry about that. No, no problem. <laughs> Edit that out, please. <laughs> um, yeah, so, where was I? I was saying that every... Your guidance every, counselor. Yeah, so every obstacle yeah. has created an opportunity for me. And just this podcasting came out of the obstacle of an HOA coming against me for doing mm -hmm. the yoga. Oh, you just got to keep dancing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you have another podcast too, Pep Talks, People Empowering People. Yes. That people can listen to. I've listened to that one too. That's really good too. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and that, that really, that was the first that came from the whole yoga studio. It's like, well, if I can't be meeting with these people and doing the yoga what how else can I empower others and it's like well let me help people share their stories about their mm -hmm. own adversity and resiliency and it's it's been wonderful I um, you know I just I'm doing it for others and I don't make yeah. any money off of this I just do it to share stories so there's stories of cancer survivors there's um, infertility people having babies after years of infertility and there's people that have been through domestic violence, uh, losing their businesses, and, and now being millionaires. And every aspect of life that you can imagine, I've interviewed. I had just a, a man that was in prison for 10 years, wrongly accused, who's now out. Uh, just, wow. you know, stories of empowerment. Uh, so I really think there's a story for everyone in there that uh, can help them to get through their difficult part of their journey and to have hope through their story. Yeah. Do you have um, Facebook or Instagram where people can find you? Absolutely. Um, the, the Instagram is Casey Kellum and it's K's K-A-S-E-Y K-E-L-L-E-M. But my Facebook, um, that's also under just my name, but it's also, I also have um, Mind Over Matter books page so and all my stuff is mind over matter uh, it's mind over matter books and it's mind over matter studio that i have for my um, uh, yoga and even my your morning nudge is uh, subtitled mind over matter so, okay yeah. google mind over matter and you'll probably find my face <laughs> <laughs> and then the well thank you Oh, sorry. But well, we can I was say... just going to say the, the actual um, podcasts are called Pep Talks, People Empowering People, and Your Morning Nudge. 
Right. I'll put all this in the show notes too, so everyone could be able to find everything for you. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on, and it was really great to catch up with you. Absolutely. I enjoy it. Hey, you know, my journey is about helping everybody else get through their journey, and I hope your listeners can take away at least one tool to help them to get through this trying time and any other trying times that they experience in their lives. You know, we're all in this together, and we're all going to get through this together one way or another. We just have to believe. Yeah. Well, even talking with you myself, you helped me relax just talking with you for this 30 minutes. So thank you for that. Absolutely. That's what I do. That made me, that warmed my heart. Thank you. (laughs) Well, thank you again and have a great rest of your day. Absolutely. Thank you and enjoy your day all. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye.